Greetings. I'm listening. Great to meet you. Ah, I've been expecting you. For the good. You come get the voodoo. Hey, Dan. And you are. Light be with you. You come to consult the spirits? Welcome to Orgrimmar. Have you come to serve the Horde? to control all wow the podcast for those of us who love world of warcraft and love making many alts today is sunday june 13th 2021 and this is episode 712 entitled congratulations lita i'm aprilian your host and with me are my two awesome co-hosts hello constructs how are you today I am doing fantastic. I've uh, been doing updates on my computer because Microsoft wants to be the king of everything. Yes, it does. <laughs> and Bill probably needs some money for his divorce now, unfortunately. Right, right. right. <laughs> like, yeah. And Grand Angus, how are you today? Yeah, we heard the other day that uh, we will, after all, have to say for uh, goodbye to Windows 10. Oh, uh, yeah. They said, well, originally they said this was going to be the, the final version. one. Yeah, right. It was yeah. the final version, sure. Yeah, now they said something along the lines of, oh, yeah, support through 2025-ish. Mm. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. At which point they'll come out with something better? Well, not at mm. which point. That's when the support ends. That doesn't mean that right, uh, right. that's when the next version comes out. The next version comes out in September, October of this year. Uh-huh. The next big update for Windows 10 will be a new version. Right. right. Not necessarily Windows 11... <laughs> <laughs> well, the, Maybe. the the sad part is like the in between versions are never great transition things. In between, like, what 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 are you? The in between versions: Windows three point one, Windows three point eleven, Windows Vista, Windows ME. All these versions that are come in between have uh, had their share of bugs. What is in between? What's the future? <laughs> Are you telling me that Windows 11 is going to be not good? Horrible, yes. And then Windows, and then Windows 12 will be good again? Listen, all the graduates, all the graduates from um, the... That's Star uh, Trek. That's the Star Trek movies we're talking about. All the, all the even-numbered ones are good. Right. All the, gradu- all the graduates from, uh, um, what's that called? The... Uh, the coronavirus will be going into work at Microsoft at that point. Yeah, 27, so. 20, 37. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Is it Amazon? Exactly. Speaking yeah. to the speakers. Amazon's at my door, I think. I mean, Skynet. Skynet. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. yeah. Cyberdyne. 
Cyberdyne Systems is here to make a delivery. <laughs> Damn. No, they ship Twinkies individually now. I didn't know that. <laughs> uh, <sighs> so one Twinkie at a time. Do you need a second, or should we keep going? Uh, we should keep going. Hopefully, uh, he can find his way to the delivery door. All right. So, what's going on this week? Oh, we have quite a bit to talk about. Right. Quite a bit. So, well, what's first, going let's on start with, with the title of the show, which is Congratulations, yes. Lita. Uh, it was wonderful. We got to see Lita get married, and it was a beautiful ceremony. No, I can't. Buzz it again. Yeah. And I'll let you. Sarah's up 10 to count. So you have to come all the way up by uh, Eunice and leave it just outside the door, okay? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a piece of crap that is fun. Um, anyway, just buzz again. I'll let you in. Okay, bye. All right. We're doing it live, brought folks. To you, We're doing brought it live. to you by Amazon and Constructs. Constructs. Yep. Right. I'll be getting something good. I'm supposed to be getting my Roomba, my fake Roomba today, but it's running <laughs> late. <laughs> I'm getting the cat food, I think. Oh, I'm getting dog food tomorrow. You are? Yeah. 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 I have to get all my stuff myself, so yeah. <laughs> no, I don't, we don't... Uh, Get any del- food deliveries here? My my town is too too small. Oh no! Uh, companies yeah. won't won't deliver here. Oh no! Other than obviously like the restaurants, like but but uh, like the proper like if when you go online shopping for groceries and whatnot, mm. that's something that that my town is just too too small for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I did get my Whole Foods delivery this morning. Oh, and I have a note that says, wait for me to buzz you in because the squirrels will eat the bag if they can. And yes. they didn't wait. And they can if you let them. Yes. I, and they I lost, will. I lost a banana that way. <laughs> what, today? No, not today, but a few weeks ago. So I said, you know. Please wait for me to buzz you in, but they didn't. So, hmm. yeah, that's all right. So back to Lita's wedding. Yes, it was very beautiful. Their vows were wonderful. Um, apparently, she met Mr. Kennedy on um, shoot in playing World of Warcraft as an Iron mm-hmm. Man tune. So that was. How how beautiful is that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's the ultimate. If if you are if you are significant other spouse, whatever. If they, right, that's they the do, holy or, grail of World of yeah. Warcraft. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've played with a couple of people that I was involved with, and that was really a lot of fun. So we uh, wish them all the best. It was, she was oh, a beautiful definitely. bride. It was a beautiful wedding. The vows were excellent. <laughs> I got a little verklempt just watching. So, yeah. 
So congratulations, Mr. and Mrs. Kennedy. We wish you all the best in the future. Mm-hmm. And uh, the music, when she went to say her vows, the music was the song that you get from taking the um, necklace to Sylvanus. Oh, oh yeah. The uh, highborn lament. Yes. Could you, could you be any more romantic at that moment? Yeah. <laughs> so, and thank you for sharing it with us. It was really beautiful. All right. So what's going on this week? Now I'm starting to tear up. I know. Because <laughs> that's like, that's my absolute favorite song. Right. And how romantic. Yep. Okay, so um, we have ending on on Tuesday. We have the World World Quest bonus event Mm. and the PvP brawl. Um, That is uh, Warsong Scramble. Right. And then taking its place is Time Walking Mr. Pandaria. So you can go and uh, do some time walking there. And if you didn't get your mount from from that hub, you can go to the timeless aisle and get the mount there for the 5,000 timeless badges that every mount costs. I think there's one now that costs 3,000 timeless badges. Uh, um, no. Mm-mm. No, it all costs 5,000. That's a different thing. Mm. There is no, no mount that doesn't cost 5,000 other than the one that drops. That's for free if it drops for you, obviously. Mm. Right. But, uh, the ones at the very Make up the West Wind or something. No, 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 no. That's uh, there's a special Drake of the West Wing. Wind is uh, one of the cataclysm uh, mounts, but uh, the special time uh, walking mount has got nothing to do with the with the four winds drakes. That's totally separate. Mm. Can't remember what its name is, but that's like a, a different thing. Mm. Um, so, and in other news, we got a blue post. Uh, I think last Monday, or was it Tuesday? Anyway, um, where they indicated that we were going to get. After the um, maintenance, I think they said, uh, and then after an update of the Battle.net client, the Battle.net app, right. we, we would have global Battle.net. Oh, right. Which means, apparently, that you can eventually, maybe, someday... Play together, right. cross region. Even if you're on the 
other servers. Again, cross-region, yeah. So uh, for now, they've implemented the first uh, global aspect of their apparently ongoing program to globalize uh, their battle.net is uh, a global friends list where regardless of where you are in the world, what, well, except China. Mm. That's always uh, in parentheses and out of the way. China is separate and right. exempt from that. Um, if you're on the North uh, American slash Oceanic, or European, mm. or Korean and Far East servers, uh, and and battle nets. Those are all linked on the friends list basis now. Oh, nice. So when when I want to talk to my WoW friend on that I played with back in my European days, I don't have to log out of the US uh, North American battle net anymore and then log into the EU and then be able to talk to her. Now I can see her being online, see what she's doing, what game she's playing, and just in-game, in any game mm. that has Battle.net support, talk to her, chat with her. Oh, nice. What you can do is you can apparently create uh, groups, you can create communities uh, that are global, so if you want to, basically, yeah, you know the the uh, community chats that are basically extended guild chats. We have a, a community for for call as well, and uh, you can invite people to that to those communities now uh, from. Yeah, globally, on a global basis. As long as your battle tag is provided, because that's the, the basis on which this thing works, is the battle tag system of the battle net. That means that you can interact with each other. Excellent. So, yeah, it's very, very good. Um Apparently, they said that, I um, can't remember which games they were referring to. I would assume it's something along the lines of Overwatch mm. or Diablo, uh, that there are uh, cross-platform support even, that we're going to play together cross-platform mm. eventually. Interesting. Which isn't possible at the moment. So that makes the whole Battle.net thing that much more inclusive. Um, according to Blizzard, this is only the first step. 
they say where millions, eventually millions of players worldwide can make friends and play together. So my question to you guys, what do you think? Are we going to eventually see a worldwide World of Warcraft? Or are they just sticking with us playing on our different regions, but communicating as we can now because they want to get the money that they can get from us being on separate uh, regions where if we want to play on both or on all three or on all four, depending upon how how far you want to go, you have to buy that many copies of the game and Blizzard right. making that much more money. What are you guys' thoughts? <clears throat> I know different games, um, some of them have uh, worldwide uh, reach, like um, uh, Hearthstone, you can play EU and A yep. without uh, any problems. Because I had my EU account connect to my NA account, and that's how I do the uh, invite every week. Because I I message myself from one computer to the other with uh, yeah. the uh, the Blizzard app. It's really really good. It works across systems and uh, network layers, and uh, without having to worry about um, firewall and whatnot. So it's very well set up. I don't know about um, <clears throat> about um, clients for World of Warcraft because some some clients are in a different language. So sometimes you're in a dungeon and it all comes out in Korean. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, my, my counterpoint to that would be a very simple one. The PTR mm. does work globally. Right. Why not the retail game? Right. I can log into the same server on my NA account, and if I activate my my EU account, I can create a tune on the same server on the same PTR server, right? And we can play together. Mm-hmm. Why does it have to be different on PTR than it is from uh, on the on the retail? let alone this uh, classic. Why? Mm. In my opinion, it's plain and simple money. No. Gaming in the chat room saying that reigns of the infinite time reverse the drop out. Yep, uh, exactly. Yep. Yep, that's the one. That's the black black dragon. Yep. Oh, yeah. Black dragon. Yeah, so again, my my point is mm-hmm. I would love to see it. I highly doubt that as long as there are people that are more interested in making money than they are in, um, how do I put this, make a seamless create a seamless gaming experience for their customers. Uh, As long as greed 
takes president, which in my opinion it is, to a high to a high extent, that's not going to happen, sadly. Right. With Diablo, as I said earlier, and with Overwatch, with Hearthstone, even with Hearthstone, that might even not work because you have the individual shops that are not uh, transferable. You have to buy cards and create cards on each region if you want to play. You can't use your NA cards on the European side, on the Korean side. Right. As soon as your spend, as soon as you spending money makes more money for Blizzard, they won't do it. Mm. Is my prediction with Diablo and with Overwatch. Uh, Diablo to a greater extent than Overwatch because Overwatch still has the um, the loot. Uh, crates, mm. but uh, with global licenses uh, like Diablo and Overwatch, I can totally see that you eventually will be able to to play mm. together, um, especially with with with, uh, with um, Overwatch now apparently going cross-platform and they maybe homogenize the, the whole structure of, of the um, regional and cross-platform. They might as well say, okay, we're going, we're going to drop the, the, the regional aspect of it at the same time that we uh, homogenize and make the, the mm. uh, game playable cross-platform. It might happen. I'm not saying it is going to happen. Um, the negative aspect of that will be that since it's a first-person shooter, mm. um, latency is a big, big issue. And if you play globally, then that means that the person that's furthest away from the hub where the game is hosted has the highest latency. So, again, there are so many aspects to consider in that. But they don't, I assume they don't, uh, well, I'm not saying that they don't mean what they say, what they state, mm. but it's kind of, yeah, contradictory. Them, them uh, wanting to have, have wanting uh, us to have a great gaming experience, and then, yeah, making. At higher latency by making it global or whatnot. It's it's yeah. I mean, part of it's probably consolidating the the base. 
Yes, of course. But I think that you need to, again, with the with the casual versus the esports audience, mm -hmm. the player audience, those are two fundamentally different types of, of, of players. Right. What they could do, what I would suggest, not that I'm the expert in in uh, any of those those topics, but what I would what I would suggest if they want to go along with it, mm. which for me would solve so many issues, is to basically put a warning up. It's just a window telling people that you have the possibility to log in to, a, to your region mm. and play there, or you can play globally. But if you do so, you, got, you, you have the chance to experience these following uh, downsides, like higher latency, like whatever other issues that might come up that I just can't think of now. Mm. <laughs> and as soon as they gave that disclaimer, if they do a disclaimer like that, I think that should be okay. Um, Chanty Gaming saying, if it's um, if WoW is spread out across different networks, you're probably going to have issues where you have to periodically take it down for long amounts of time. Ooh. So, like the updates, I guess, would be more complicated. I doubt that. I doubt that because they can still keep. Why do they? Hmm. They don't necessarily have to change the maintenance mm. system. It's just Tuesday for us. We mm. can't play for an hour, and the Europeans can't play for an hour on, on, on Wednesday. That doesn't mean that the others can't play. Right. There's, the servers are located in France or in Ireland or wherever. I think they're closing France down. Uh, outside of Paris, if I remember correctly, they say they stated something to that effect. But I'm not 100 percent sure. But uh, wherever the service, the services are provided, like wherever the servers are located, they can still choose to shut them down for an hour or two, or how, however long the maintenance takes. Mm. It's just that. Well, we, we all know that we can play when the servers are up and we can't when the, player, uh, when the servers are down. Right. We know that and we have the warnings for it. We have the maintenance announcements. So that's a... Mm. So if, if you he's say, saying the initial, the initial implementation is what he's talking about when they were first bringing it up. Oh, sure. Across right. regions. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah, sure. That's that's not a problem either because it's basically, in my opinion, it's like a new patch, a new exp uh, a new expansion. Mm. Yeah. We we had the with the um with the launch of the Burning Crusade Classic, 
we had close to 24 hours of maintenance. I think it was like 18 hours or something. Right. It's not unprecedented, and we know that it's going to happen. And once it's done, it's done. So right. as annoying as the fact is... We would be prepared. We, Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's, it's, it's a one-off thing, and then we're done. It, it, it is complicated, sure. And it's a fundamental uh, change, but it's still something that is main. It, it's mere maintenance. It's it, it's just a change, the pushing of a button, quote unquote, mm. and it's done. It's not something that needs constant um, different uh, support just because. It's uh, it's a new thing. It's not a puppy you have to 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 take care of twenty four hours a day. It's just one thing. You flip the switch, and it's different. Mm. Different doesn't mean it's broken or needs constant maintenance. I had when I played on my EU guild. I had a. Um, one of our guildmates was a was a GM in Paris, so we got quite a few um, informational, like tidbits. Like he couldn't spell out the things that that uh, obviously that he were uh, that he couldn't talk about. He couldn't, but but when you could read between the lines and you knew him well. Right. You knew that he knew stuff about the game, in the game, that was different than our common player knowledge. So, and one, one uh, guild meetup we had, real-life guild meetup, he brought like a whole bag of, of, of goodies from, from, from Blizzard like game time and uh, lanyards and God knows what you brought. And we had an awesome time there. It was, it was really cool. So, yeah. Um, no, but, but there are these things that, yes, you need, they need uh, support. Obviously, but they don't need constant support. They need regular support, but not constant support. So, all right. Um, yeah. So, what do you think? Are we going to see it eventually, or what? I don't think for a while. I don't think for a while because. PvP would have to be rebalanced. Right. Why? What does PvP balancing have to do with more people? Esports. Mm-hmm. They always want to do esports. So yeah, but it, esports the only way you can do have... esports is it has to be competitive across the board. Yes, but that doesn't because I'm playing on the EU side and you playing on the NA side doesn't need balancing if we play together. I play my tune, you play play your tune. It's just our local 
Lo uh, our locations that are different. It's not a balancing issue of the characters. There's nothing different there. I don't know. I just remember watching um, one year at, in the finals for the um, for the uh, uh, PVP. They were saying how the mages were dropping so low, and it's because of for some reason that mage was getting. Uh, like a thousand latency in in the arena. Like there was so much Wi-Fi activity from yeah. uh, people at BlizzCon that the mage was constantly just dropping to like five percent health, and it, and they're they're trying to um, to to figure out how to get give him back his bandwidth. But like there, there was just. All the all the networks at BlizzCon were overloaded. Like there was no way to um, give him a fair fighting chance because he's wearing cloth. And of course, as soon as they see him blink anywhere, they, they zero in on the mage because they want to bring down the clothy. Right. So, um, but that's got nothing to do with balancing, with game balancing. Nothing. It's a it's a technical issue that's got to do with latency. If you choose to, as I said earlier, there's a disclaimer up before you you choose to connect to the global. Uh -huh. if you don't want to do that. If I play in Germany, yeah, I I have a relative relatively low latency to Frankfurt right. to Paris, like forty to sixty. When I'm like at the border to Denmark. When I'm in Frankfurt, I have a latency of below 30. Right. Are you telling me that because I'm, you are in uh, in, in Frankfurt and I'm in Germany, uh, in, 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 uh, at the Danish border, that means that we have to rebalance the, our tunes just because I have a double the latency than you that you have. Mm. That's something that that uh, and that's just within within one country. That's about mm, five hundred miles apart. But yeah. because the world's internet hub, the biggest, the, the central internet hub of the world, is located in Frankfurt. That's because the closer you are to that hub, the lower your your latency is. There was a, there was a contest when I lived in Quebec, mm -hmm. where all citizens of Quebec were disqualified from winning anything in the contest because of the latency in that province. So, yep. Yeah. And, and it's like because like. I guess they would register damage without uh, dealing damage. So it was a uh, it was a one v one, and it, it was like stated in the contest rules that all players from Quebec were automatically disqualified. It's like, what are you going to do? Yeah, that's a, those were the rules. Yeah, that's a proper disclaimer telling yeah. you the rules. So if I would. Bet you that had they said, they could have said, uh, okay, if you still want to participate, it's, un it's at your own risk. 
you can participate, but you know that this, that, and the other issues are present. Do you still want to participate? Right. So it's a proper disclaimer. If you still choose to play with your hands tied behind your back and and uh, upside down, standing on your head, right? You've accepted then, the then that's your choice. Right. You won't play as well as as, as a seventeen-year-old uh, with, with like right on the top uh, on top of the world's uh, internet hub. So he has a latency of basically zero. Mm. That's it's something that that you can't always. There's no way two people have the same uh, um, the same uh, basic. Uh, what's it called? Um, they're not the same. You have a faster computer than I have, or vice versa. Right. I have I have a better monitor. I have a higher higher. Uh, uh, I have I have a 4K. You have an 8K monitor, or vice versa. There's so many different aspects in that, where you can never have two people. I am a different person than you are. You have fa faster reflexes than I have. I can see better than you can. Who's better? You have what 60% vision, but the faster reflexes. I have 100% vision, but the slower reflexes. Who's right. better? So those are, those are aspects that you can never make two people's gaming experience and gaming conditions the same. Mm. So it's always some always you always have to make compromises. Right. And that and that's it. I chose to come to the US service to the NA service to play with people. When when I first started playing on the on the uh, 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 um, NA servers. I played on ChubbChub. ChubbChub, oh, yeah. Right, yeah. I I had hours of the day when I had three thousand latency. Mm. Oh wow! Yeah, it was my choice. Right. So, but but again, there are there are so many aspects of it. It's just about I want to have the choice to mm. play with my people on the EU side. I right. would love nothing more than to be able to log in with my priest right. on the NA servers and play with my friend that I played with for years on the EU servers and rate with her. It's at the moment the only issue that prevents me from that and that's where, that's where we circle back to money. Mm. Is to the fact that by now Blizzard has the technology to put people on the same server. You see that, as I mentioned earlier, on the PTR. Mm. It's possible, technically possible. And it's been for years and years. Basically, since the PTR service exists, they've been global. The only issue that I can see as being relevant is money. Nothing else. Why is that still an issue? Is it just greed? Or is it someone that says, well, 
Yeah. There's some we other just don't want to don't do know. it. Right, right. So those, those for me are, are the aspects that are, that are uh, part of this whole equation. The other thing that I quickly want to talk about, well, there are two more, three more things, uh, is one is the Burning Crusade, mm -hmm. classic free character transfer service. Oh, nice. Um, they had that up for, I think, a month now. Mm -hmm. And if you look at the um, blue post where they listed, because they are... Uh, fixed services with a specific origin and a specific target realm to like homogenize the, uh, the, the player balance, the faction balance. Um, which they have done on, on retail a couple of times as well. Um, that service, that free service, ends soon. Soon oh. meaning on Monday. Oh, wow. So if you listen to this, it's already over, most likely, unless you're in the chat room or, list, or listen to this on, Sunday night. on Monday, and you can still do it if you want to. Again, specially, um, special target, special origin realms that are listed in the blue post. If you've missed out on it, there's still a chance. If not, I'm mentioning this not only for people that want to do it, but so people recognize that the it's service is over. Right, right. For people that, oh yeah, let's do this, but oh, I have to pay after all, so... Right. There are things that uh, you don't even have to bother with then. Uh, so just uh, FYI. Taryn Gregory apparently becomes a dev. Oh? Mm. Nope. I, before we started uh, the podcast, I went through the Twitter universe and I saw that, oh, he, he has a little gif up or a little short movie thingy where you can see him changing his, his Twitter profile. Oh, how cool is that? <laughs> to, to reflect that he is now not only a... a Part of cinematics. A cinematics artist. Right. But he's a quote-unquote proper wow death, which, yeah, I'm, I'm really happy for him. I really love this guy. He's, he's so cool. Diva Marie and, and him, I met them both together like multiple times now at BlizzCon. Um, I had Diva Marie uh, on Corps on Video in an interview and uh, Karen, I, I, uh, I met him like every year I've been there. I, we 
were like uh, walking around each other, basically, like mm. like he is with everyone. He's he's. I don't want to say he's the life of the party, but it's 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 it's. Uh, he is he is, in my opinion, the most most uh, approachable approachable person of them all. Um, he's if there's one person that interacts with fans mm. anywhere around Blizzard, uh, around uh, BlizzCon, it's Terran Gregory. So he's I'm, I'm so happy for him, mm. um, and I'll be eternally grateful for him introducing me to Alex of Razjavi since I love this guy too. He's like. People have different opinions of different people, obviously. Uh, but Alex Afrasiabi, for me, has always been the model of a modern major wow developer. Because oh, okay. <laughs> he's done so much for the game. If you play, just just one little tidbit. We talked about it uh, when I when I talked to him. Um, I think 2017 or 2018. Anyway, um, it was, we talked about the development of Gerard Shellswing. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, I think he had mentioned it somewhere in an interview he did in, on some media outlet. I can't remember exactly. But and we talked a little about it and I asked him why he had why uh, uh no he told me that he was responsible for uh the stone talent mountains mm. quest right where at the end um garage comes and and uh, dangles that that general or whatever over the um, over the cliff there and kills him because he it wasn't wasn't ethical to kill all those night elves. Mm-hmm. Debatable, but that's what he said. Mm-hmm. So, um, um, basically, him having Garrosh show morals, which is totally contrary to what Garrosh eventually became, mm. as we all know. Right. Right. And and uh, he was, he said something to the effect of, yeah, I screwed that up. <laughs> so it wasn't, they, they weren't on the same page when some people in the dev team created one aspect of Garrosh's character and the quest involving him and the story. And then um, Alex creating the story and the ending of Stone Talon on another page, so to speak. Mm. Shantyman Gaming is saying... Um the quest was written before they realized where, where they were going to go with them. Yeah, but, but, yeah, but still, they were like, uh, 
they were still they had they had an, an outline in it, but they they apparently they didn't make up their mind yet. Right. So, and it's but but then yeah, it, it, it's something that uh, I find interesting. What one other thing that uh, I really hate, but that's that's me again, mm. is that they changed the the. Um, Voice over in uh, Silver Pine Forest that they took right. out the B word. Yeah. Oh, did they? It's, oh, yeah. Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, wow. it's, it's, Interesting. It's a little too politically correct, if you can call it that, for me. Mm. They've, it's been in there since 2012, right. for God's right. sake. Why all of a sudden, after nine years, have you chosen to, to remove it? Mm. It's it, yeah. yeah. What what reason existed back the uh, back then to put it in that exists now that that you have to take it out again? It's no. It's it's quite sad, in my opinion. Mm. But yeah, so yeah. Karen Gregory, congratulations, man. Yeah, congratulations. Well done. Well earned. Yeah. And the last thing I want to talk about is something that's not WoW-related, but Blizzard-related. Okay. And that's the release date, the launch date for Diablo 2 Resurrected. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's going to be September 23rd. Mm. So not too far off, about three months and, and change. Right. So I was lucky enough to play in the in the uh, alpha, beta, whatever it's called, closed, mm. closed alpha, closed beta. I can't remember what they, like the, the testing. And it's, it looks really, really awesome. Oh, nice. If, if you played... Diablo back in the day, it's not something that uh, affects uh, the game as much as the uh, Warcraft 3 does. Mm -hmm. It's just, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's absolutely, in my opinion, is absolutely astonishing what they, what they've done with it. Nice. I I walked through a dungeon. Uh, if you know anything about Diablo 2, you start at the at the camp at the uh, uh, and then you and you walk outside and then the first excuse me, Nostrum or the cathedral or one of the places that's um, not not surrounded by uh, undead. Yeah, yeah, no, no. You, I, I, you walk out of the, of the starting uh, camp, and then uh, there is very, very close by is a, is a cave where you go in, and you have to like uh, rid the cave of all zombies. You have to kill all the mobs there. Yeah, and uh, it's so awesome because at at the end of of your task, 
uh, light shines into the cave. Yeah, yeah. And, and that those lighting effects are so awesome. It's, it's like absolutely, I was like open mouthed astonished at what they've done with with this game. Not changing it, but enhancing it. And that's the thing that I that I really like. With I mean, n- I'm not saying that that uh, Warcraft three uh, remastered or whatever it's called uh, is bad. I'm just saying they went they approached it differently. Huh. Where to Warcraft one, they re- redesigned and updated the entire character models, mm. uh, but. Um, with Diablo, they enhanced the the uh, uh, the entire things that that the clothes and and the character models. So it's it, it's quite different, but much much more awesome in my opinion because you can still see the old. But you see that it's that it's it's like increased polygons. However, you want to it 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 it's just looks better. Oh. Without them, if you look at if you log into an old version of uh, Warcraft three, a proper old version, mm. you'll see that. Um, the um, life, but uh, from the humans, they have uh, their armor is designed back then. Has a certain look of back then. Now with the rework they did a couple of years ago, they basically took the models and updated them. Made gave them new armor. That's a significant change. Obviously, because it's like it's new clothes, basically. With uh, with Diablo, they just enhanced the appearance and didn't change them. Which I really that different approach I really really like. So yeah, September twenty third. If you're interested in playing Diablo two, that's when you can start doing it and from my point of view I'm definitely going to do it it's something that I've waited for for quite a while and from what I've experienced I played I didn't have much time in that period of time where it was available it was only available for two weeks I think a week or two I played through the first two quests, and it was just, yeah, as I said, I can only repeat myself, it was just awesome. I played until I got the quest to go and save, um, what's that? That I had to go Decker King. and get Deckard Kane? Yeah, I always have to see Deckard Kane. <laughs> yeah, you have, yeah, you have to get him in save him in, in uh, Twistrum, right. I got I just got the quest and then I had to, to log off and then a day later the 
the uh, the game uh, the test servers went down. So, mm. but yeah, um, very very well worth uh, playing if you're if you're a fan of Diablo two. And I think that's it. Awesome. Let's get on with our weeks. I've had a fantastic weekend. Wow. It's um, very comforting. <laughs> Those battlegrounds where you're not necessarily putting out more damage, but you feel like you're contributing more by pushing all the buttons all at once. <laughs> bad boy, bad boy. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Constructs, how's your weekend wow going? Uh, my weekend while has been pretty good. I did uh, some of my callings in the Shadowlands to get the um, 1,600 to 2,000 gold you get for those, and then you get the extra rep when you have the wee buff. I was uh, killing rares. One of the quests was um, to get the chests, so I started doing the anima redirecting thing to uh, give me a, an extra chest every day. Oh, nice. So I'm uh, now... Um, uh, 42 offerings, so I have enough offerings for the uh, the bone carver, the rune carver's memory. At some point, when I have uh, four maxed out um, uh, permanent uh, anima conductor things, so I'll be able to get that. Um, I went to the mall, and turns out when you have a legendary. Uh, the eye the jailer comes on you faster because you're just killing and mowing stuff down real quick. <laughs> nice. So like, in about 10 minutes, the jailer is already at rank three. Then it goes to rank five. At rank five, it doesn't go any higher. You get scooped up into the air and the, uh, the, uh, the attacks are constant. So what I did is I, um, I, uh, kind of, did the auction house and I found out there was a thing I could get for the um, the amber court like my uh, my little uh, decorations were candles and candles often catch on fire so that's kind of frustrating you always have to clean up while you're um, you're doing the court and I, I didn't I didn't like that so I um but candles burn, though. They are on fire, though. Right. Yes, but if you let them burn too long, they set fires to your court. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Okay, yeah. So it's not like the, the guests are kind of wandering away from the fire. So that's uh, not, not the best. It's a little bit dangerous. So I um, I found out there was this thing called mortal reminders. So that doesn't cause any danger. So I... Um, I went and did that, and uh, it had quests to go to Molten Core. It had quests to go to Grizzly Hills. It had quests to go to Pandaria. So that's what I did: is I uh, I, I got these mortal reminders to um, to be displayed in my court, and it's like all kinds of uh, goodies from Classic and Burning Crusade and all that kind of stuff. It's, it's all over the place. Mm. So um, and supposedly you could buy cosmetic things while you're at the um, while you're at the uh, the Amber Court so uh, that's one thing I haven't figured out but I will figure it out so I'm doing that and uh, my 
court is not 5,300 of 12,000 before I could buy Batty, which is the, um, the pet out of there. Mm-hmm. That sells for 300K. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to sell him right that high. Anyway, I'm going to try and get get access to that pet so that I can at least give some to you and Aprilian. Oh, um, nice. And uh, it's not too bad of a go at it. I had a lot of um, a lot of uh, increasing reputations from the wee buff when I uh, when I was uh, doing Dark Moon Fair. But it, like I, I feel like an hour buff isn't very long anymore. Right, it does go by really fast. You you go there and uh, like. Next thing you know, you have to go again because you, you've run out of the buff. I, I, I don't die as much as I used to, so it's not... The dying's not the problem. The problem is that the, the hour goes, goes by really, really quick. And even if you're questing for um, for uh, several hours and whatnot, like you, um, you, end up, you end up having to manage your time to have your hearse on cool down to go and come back and then switch back up. If you don't want to pay, if you don't want to pay the uh, flight master. So like I'm looking forward to having flying so I could just fly around without paying the flight master. But uh, that's not going to come till at least the third week of the expansion of the uh, patch. So I'm not too worried about the, um, the speed of content. I'm doing archaeology again. I don't know why. <laughs> I got, I got a level of um, level forty seven uh, monk that needs to get to fifty so I can uh, um, do some more um, alchemy in uh, in Shadowlands because I I'm not picking any herbs like I I was. Uh, I was just looking at my professions and I, I just barely started doing um, the uh, I just barely started doing inscription like I did my first inscription thing the other day and it's like wow like it's, it's taken a really really long time to, to do anything with that and it's like I haven't needed it until now, and it's like, okay, well, I guess I'm doing this now, and and uh, I'm kind of uh, not not understanding all the professions, how the, everything works together, because I I'm missing a couple of key professions that I I haven't had time to level, mm. and I, I since I'm not picking any herbs, I'm buying all my herbs off the auction house. It's not bad when the herbs are eight gold each, but when they're twenty nine gold each, it's a, it's a little bit more of an expensive proposition. Right. Um, I'm not. I'm not short of stuff to do. I'm just short of time to play because I have. Uh, I have uh, Mrs. Constructs during the week. She wasn't feeling too well this week because of the. Uh, the uh, the vaccine uh, side effects. Right. Yeah. So I have no, to be very, very careful that she stays on top of things and she doesn't get sick. Right. But congratulations on getting the vaccine. Though. Yes. Right. We're very happy with that. She got her second dose. So that that was good. They came to the house to do it too. So that's oh, nice. that's awesome. Um, 
I don't know what's going to happen with Shadowlands. I, I'm finding that um, the reputation grind is a little bit more daunting than what I had anticipated. I hadn't, I hadn't planned to do a uh, 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 grind for uh, like a year. <laughs> It's, it's, it's a little bit more than, a, than I anticipated, but I've got vacation coming up, and I'm hoping that um, I'm going to be able to catch up on some of my um, other professions that I haven't leveled in the game. I really didn't do any profession quests during uh, uh, Part Moon Fair. I just did the, uh, the blacksmithing, which I already have maxed out. Right. So I, uh, I have a lot of... Um, Dark Moon tickets, so I can buy more pets, but right now my pets that I'm making gold on is uh, more the Sky Fry from the uh, garrison, like the uh, uh, the uh, trading post, and you also have Horde Side, the Bone Wasp. So Bone Wasp sell for about 10,000 gold, 8,000, 10,000 gold, which is not too bad. Uh, it's a good money, low money earner there. Um, I don't know of any big ticket items that sell for mounts. I, I, I just keep listing the mounts and mostly they don't sell. So I just relist them. Um, I did sell some of the mats for the uh, Vile of the Sands. The Volatile Water sold for 100 gold each. So I think people aren't farming very much. They just uh, buy the mats off off the auction house regardless of the price um, which is good if you have the mats if you have the mats you want to sell those mm. uh, you can make quite a tidy profit uh, like if you do Vortex Pinnacle you can pick up some volatile air for very little work you can uh, just do that 10 times an hour you get 5 to 15 volatile air per run you sell for 25 to 75 gold each you know you do the math the, you, you get you get quite a bit of gold for not too much work. Or you do a calling, you get 1,600 gold for 20 minutes of work. But for some reason, whenever I go to Bastion, it's always like a long, long haul to do the quests there. I find they have these um, these quests that you have percentages on, mm. and those always take the longest because you, you, you crawl... 5%, 10%, 15%. And like those just, uh, like I, I went with 25 minutes left on my Wii buff because I had two quests for Bastion. I just barely got them done. I had like three minutes left on the timer for the Wii buff before oh, the moon, the Dark Moon Fair expired. So I'll try and get it done. If I don't get it done, it's not a big deal. But because um, I, I want the, uh, the bonus caches because the bonus caches can have mounts or pets or toys, which is not too bad. Um, I don't have any new mount this week, no new achievements this week, all, all old stuff. I haven't done any pet battle dungeons this week. I haven't had time. It's uh, not that I don't want to do them. It's just like a matter of, um, of uh, like being able to stream when I do it. Because when you, you're repeating something for like the 10th or 12th or 15th time, <laughs> you sort of want, 
you sort of want to publicize the the reaction when you get a pet or whatnot. Right. Kind of. Well, I'm hoping to get like the um, the ever living spore from willing critters, and I, that, that just hasn't dropped yet. Um, I'm guess I'm doing archaeology uh, as well for the crawling claw. That pet, that that's worth like a hundred eighty thousand. 180,000 gold for one pet. So if you, uh, if you get it, it's not too bad. Like that's like a good sale because it doesn't drop very often. Um, and people, people want that pet because a good pet, I guess, in pet battles. Um, I've, I've leveled archeology span to 600. I don't really level it past 600. I level archeology span six, Hundred about six or eight times, mostly for the Wild of Sands recipe, because uh, I don't, don't tell Blizzard, but I'm afraid you're going to take that out of the game at some point. Just like the uh, Tranquil Mechanical Yeti, it'll be like whoever's got the recipe, that's who's got the recipe, and there's no more coming out of those people. So, um, is you if you want a tranquil mechanical yeti, you can get one from Blinktron, or you can uh, find somebody who's been around the game for a long, long time. If you have the mats, they can craft it for you. But uh, I had I had to buy two of them back in the day because I wanted a spare in case um, my rope. I think can build them. Yeah, that's cool because of, like the mats are. Not that hard to get. It's just like the recipe doesn't drop anymore. So if you go to Quest Giver, he doesn't have the quest to give you the recipe. Mm. So that is like really cool. <laughs> because you think about it, it's like it, it it's no longer in the game. I have a Gilnan Raven that is uh, the SS breed, and I have the other breed as well because um, the Morgan area, once you complete it and you go to the pet trainer, you can buy a Gildan Raven, but one of them's got taken out of their game. So I can never sell my Gildan Raven because no, it no longer has those stats in the game. Mm. So it's something that I learned um, through the course of my uh, pet model years. And since we're going to have unlimited um, unlimited pets in the coming future, then I never have to uh, decide to uh, part with it because I've run out of uh, slots. So that's... Yep, exactly. Um, I've started doing a, a thing, though. I've started collecting different breeds. Like when I see that there's a, a pet battle that's not quite um, not quite close for the... Um, the uh, the pet battle dungeon, I go see what other breed there is for that pet. Mm. Yep. Because I want I want the, the pet battle to be 100% quick and done. Uh, I don't know if there's um, uh, like, I haven't done Blackrock Depths yet. I think you get an achievement for having five pet battle dungeons. Uh, I, but I have, I'm not there yet because I'm I'm on, like I'm still on hold to get six or seven of the pets from the previous dungeons, so I kind of spread myself too thin. I don't um, I don't have uh, 
coherent way of uh, get getting more done quicker or whatnot. So um, I'm having fun doing archaeology. Archaeology is always kind of a easy way of at leveling. Um, once you have flying, even the the fast flying, the, the 280. I don't know if you can get 280 anymore, but um, you can get the 100. No, you can't. Yeah, some of my characters still have the 280. You have to buy your yep. way to three, but you can't buy 280. I think exactly. It's 150, and then the next one is 310. Yeah. So. Characters that still have 280 didn't automatically get upgraded. That's right. So, so if you still have the 280 speed, that's yeah. what what you're stuck with until you upgrade eventually. But if you're at 150, you don't have to go through 280 to get to 310. Yeah. That's how it works. You just go directly from. 150 to 310. Yeah, I now have the uh, rank three building for um, for all my buildings. So when I do the, uh, the collecting of the anima, there's as many as seven of the items, the 35 uh, anima items that drop. So that's really good. Um, you, you collect like four or five hundred anima really, really quick while you're doing your calling. And um, if you haven't done your three calling, sometimes you collect as many as uh, almost 2,000 anima in one go, like because you're doing all the quests from all the different zones all at once. And if you pick the anima quests, it goes super fast. I do with war mode on, so I get resonance of conflict drops which uh, add to my anima collection. So uh, my, I don't foresee that's going to take very long to get 12,000 anima for my uh, the upgrading of my amber court. Every time you upgrade the amber court, you get access to some new things. So I, I'm hoping that I get, I get to, um, to uh, revered a little bit quicker, but it's not a big deal if it doesn't come that quick because it, I just do it every week and uh, when I do the um, the mall the reputation in there I don't do all the quests I do basically two quests I do I do the uh, collecting of the 20 souls and I also do the um, the quest that gets like a thousand rep just like when I was doing the um, the quests on uh, Mechagon Island I just try and keep it ticking over to get to like exalted and not too much effort. I don't think doing the hundred X hundred reputation quest is very useful. It's just like a hundred, 110 uh, experience for like two hours and spending days and days in there. When we're going to get unlocked to uh, have the eye of the jailer uh, debuff removed There's no point to that. I, I don't, I don't enjoy the experience of being hunted. <laughs> because, yeah, well, because like you, you pull a rare and you're okay, and then you're hunted, and then you pull two mobs and then you die. So it's like, eh, that was much fun. So I, uh, I just do the best that I can with the, 
the limited time that I have, I have um, tons of tons of fun in the game. I just don't have a lot of time to uh, run do gra- graveyard corpse runs. So I uh, I try to maximize my uh, buff. I haven't bought any more of the the, uh, the hats, the Dark Moon hats. Oh yeah, those I always co- forget to buy those. I don't buy those anymore because it costs too many tickets. Mm. So I uh, I try to instead uh, just go just have my hearth ready to to uh, to go and uh, not on cooldown. Sometimes I'm short one minute on my hearthstone, but um, with the um, hearthstone from the uh, Dalaran hearthstone, I'm able to get to the um, teleportation room in Oribos. So that's how I do it, and uh, it's not too bad. I finally got what you were saying, Grand Angus, last week about the um, the crafting and the legendary, but it took like three lists. <laughs> it, it didn't come intuitively. It like it, it didn't register. It didn't. It, I I didn't understand. It was two levels, two levels, just doing archaeology. That was quick. I've been to six dig sites and I got two levels. That's weird, man. Yeah, wow. that's crazy. That's crazy. I'm level 48 now. That was awesome. Uh-huh. And uh, that's pretty much been my week. I'm just uh, hoping to get another uh, recipe for Violet Sands so I can have my uh, the rags to riches embarrassment of which tune to send to the, uh, the area to buy the mats. You don't have the discount for Goblin uh, having the best rep anymore? Oh, man. Or do they? Yes, they do. Oh, they do? Of course. Uh, of course, should, it's a ratio. Maybe I should make another Goblin uh, mm-hmm. Alchemist. It's a racial ability. That one is level two, though. But there is, there is a, a case where, and this doesn't have to do with the goblin. It's got to do with the vendor. Yeah. If the vendor isn't linked to a reputation that gives discount when it's higher, then you won't get a discount, obviously. Mm. If If it's a factionless vendor. Yeah. Like, for instance, the best example is... Remember back in BC, TBC, you have, um, at the beginning, you only had one uh, flight master trainer that sold the flying there. Eventually, they added more. And uh, they added them in, uh, in Hellfire Peninsula. Right. You had the ones originally, they were only in uh, Shadow Moon Valley. Okay. And then they added the one, another set in uh, Thualmar and in Honor Hold. Okay. The Honor Hold ones are faction vendors. Right. Meaning they reflect a potential discount right. with, with increased uh, rep. Right. So it's it's 
technically uh, applicable to the goblins ratio. If you right. go to Thralma, went to Thralma with your goblin, you could buy the epic flying for 4,000 gold because you get the 20% discount. Right. If you go with the same goblin, could you go to the vendor, to the trainer in Shadowmoon Valley? That's yeah. a non-faction vendor. So he charges the same goblin with the racial 5,000 gold okay. because there is no faction to get the 20% discount on. So that's how the goblin discount works. Mm. It's complicated. Yeah, that's uh, pretty much been my week. Um, no, like I said, no new mounts. I've uh, put in a bin on the Ox Onyxian uh, Drake on the black market auction house, and I think I suddenly got up it. It is what it is. Right. Well. Not sure I want to do that grind to get the drop. Yeah. And that is a grind. (laughs) Okay. Sorry, I am running. Oh, yeah. I'm doing archaeology to try and get that third level. I've been running three tunes, a Prillian, April, and uh, uh, Astara. Uh, we went to Dark Moon Fair last week and yeah. got the wee buff and, and gained a lot of XP. It's really, you know, nice XP when you get the wee buff. Um, a Prillian has been in Bastion. Um, I think I need to figure out where April and a Prillian are so I can um, match them up. But um, Aprilian had the quest where she clicked on something and became, she had to get the dark aspirants and stuff. And, oh, and she had that hero's rest quest last week. Well, she found the portal. So there was a portal that she had to take. Remember I was saying that there was another way to go that said you had to have um, 60... Level 60, well, she found a portal, and so that's been good. Um, She's been upgrading her gear, and uh, I think I need to take fine fish off the map because it's been a pain when um, she thinks she's getting an herb, and and it's really a fish. So, I mean, there's nothing wrong with fishing, but yeah. Um. They're both doing well. The battling as well, because they're they're fifty three, and I mean April's fifty three, and Aprilian is fifty six, and Bastion, you know, is right in between. So sometimes the fight is just a little bit too much for uh, April, but Aprilian's doing 
well, um, and I'm learning more about how to use, uh, you know, the warlock and stuff. Uh, Astara <laughs> is only 43, so I'm leveling her up in different ways. I am getting rid of a lot of my uh, heirloom stuff, <laughs> which is, you know, kind of hard because I've been doing heirloom for so long. Right. Uh, yeah, they kind of shafted the heirloom system. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah, they did. After all the work um, we went Work. Uh, and... Uh, Oh, I just got braces that were, I had level 60 braces, and now I have level 96 braces. <laughs> and uh, I'm dying a lot in Bastion, but uh, I'm in Bastion, so it's a good thing. <laughs> right? Right. Yep. Kind of. Kind of. The corpse uh, runs are far away. I'm sorry? The corpse corpse run are too far away in Bastion. Right. It, it, they're weird corpse runs too, because you it's like this shadowy night dark night thing. Yeah. And, um yeah. and there was a couple of times so there are areas in Bastion that are lower than others and mm -hmm. I forget that I can't fly. So mm -hmm. I jumped down thinking, oh, okay, I'll just jump down here. Mm -hmm. And you know what happens, you die. So then when find, I come yeah, back, yeah. back, find a person that can say, look, gliders. Hmm? Gliders. Oh, yeah, I should get gliders. You're absolutely right. Um, and I think there's some in the, um, in the Guild Bank. So maybe that's what I should look into. Oh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, to stop from dying. Although the corpse run isn't that bad right now. I mean, I've I've had worse. You know, I'm thinking. But back. Still, preventable death should be prevented. <laughs> Just saying. All right, I'm gonna look into. Oops, excuse me. I'm getting some gliders right now. Where's the guild bank? Oh, I'm on the wrong book. Mobile banking. <laughs> Guild bank. Let me see. I think gliders are on this page. And thanks to everybody for all the cool things they put in the Guild bank. Huh. All the gliders are gone. There are no more gliders. Right. Yeah. I'll have to look. I know I have gliders somewhere. There's no more gliders in the gill bank. Anyways. I'm going to check if I can make some eventually one of these days. Yeah. So. Um, I'll send a couple to you. So, mm -hmm. Aprilian and April are leveling and fighting in Bastion. And uh, I'm also using my app on, you know, when I can't get in-game. 
and uh, you know doing missions. So that's been pretty good. And uh, that's been about my week. Looking forward nice. to next week, which is uh, Midsummer Nights Festival. Did we talk about that? No, uh, last week I last think week we talked we about okay. it. Yep. So Midsummer Nights Festival is gonna be so much fun. All right. Well, you can't push my buttons. What's wrong? What? I can't push my buttons. Can't log myself out or something. Ooh, that's not good. You need to be able to push your buttons. <laughs> oh, because I got the chilling summons from Mograine. Oh. Mm. He says, "Come to Shadowlands." You ding. Mm. Oh my god! So of course, when when that happened, you can't do nothing. You have to answer. You have to answer the call. Right. Right. Of course. <laughs> I find it very, very easy to be true. I am on a schönsten forest Ochsenhaus und auch sonst mich einst in die Wälder aus und in den Fernen suchte ich mein Glück. Wer kennt den Weg, den Weg zurück? And now it's time for Spotlight and a whole bunch of other things with Grand Negus. Grand Negus, what do you have for us this week? Well, I'm looking through my list of add ons mm-hmm. and uh, I see one that I want to talk about real quick, and that is uh, a add on that is, uh, can you call it a courtesy add on? Maybe you can. I'll explain. The name of the add-on is Thanks for the Buff. And uh, what it does is, in Classic, the buffs, the uh, the class buffs that you get are even more important. They reintroduced them in Shadowlands now. The Fortitude buff, the... uh, uh, the Druid Paw buff and uh, the only buff I'm not sure if we have the spirit buff we don't because there is no more spirit in retail right um, so there are these four four basic buffs and then there are the what are the seals from the paladins right yeah um uh, so I, I usually get wisdom for as a healer, and then there's uh, uh, I can't remember what the others are called. Um, uh, there are the fortitude and uh, the the stamina, the spirit, and then there's shadow protection. Those are the three that the priests provide. Then there is the all stats. That's the one that, uh, and I think armor, if I remember correctly, is the one that the druid gives. Then there is the uh, arcane uh, brilliance and arcane, uh, the intellect buff that you get from the mage. 
and all those buffs um, are kind of important, more important than they are in in, uh, in Shadowlands. Right. So with this, uh, and uh, that's something that that you always see whenever you show up somewhere where there's a bunch of people around. Most often you see a couple of people when they like stand across each other or in front of each other. Uh, One buffs the other if they can and then the other buffs you back. Right. Right. Uh, Just out of courtesy. Yeah. Right. Um, It's the right thing to do. Yeah. It, it, yeah. So, and uh, what this add-on does, thanks for the buff, is it, it uh, um, puts a, a chat message um, emote uh, hey. uh, to the uh, in in the channel thanking the buffing person right uh, oh, for the nice. buff in in so many different uh, random sentences uh, like either cheering at them or thanking them or stuff like that mm. I really find that that's nice and it's an acknowledgement right it's a little as thing, much but as it's it is nice. courtesy yeah yeah so I really I really like that add-on mm. I'm not sure if there is one on uh, on the retail side mm might be that there is a similar one if there isn't a a retail version of it but I find it's worth doing it because it's not something you have to do, it's a courtesy you extend and it's it's only fair that you acknowledge that courtesy right so that is uh, unless you're an Iron Man tune. <laughs> well, yeah, then you, but then you have the option to just click it off and, right. and then whisper to the person, "Thank you," but, and um, uh, but yeah, right, uh, exactly. no thanks. So yeah. Um. So, as for my week, mm-hmm. um, my forsaken priest. Is now sixty nine. Ooh! So only one more level to go now until seventy. So yay! Thanks. Uh, I'm really excited to to finally be be max level. Um, I finally bought the fast riding skill, the hundred percent riding skill. Oh, nice. Um. You saved or, up for that, right? Pardon me? You had to save up for that. Yeah, yeah. It cost me 510 gold wow. for the for the skill. And I think around 83, I can't remember the exact number, but I think 80-something for the mount. Mm. So, uh, which was a, um, a purple epic war horse. Uh, they they only have two different epic mounts for the Forsaken. They have the green and the purple. And I don't fancy the green, so went with the purple, obviously. Right. Um, 
So, and those two numbers, the five, 510 and the 80 something, 83, are both, um, they reflect the cost of the respective thing, the, the talent, the, mm. the, the ability, the writing ability, and the mount with revered reputation discount. So that's 15% discount because you get 5% discount per rep level. Yeah, yeah. Um, so um, that's why the goblins we talked about earlier get the 20% because that's the maximum that's the exalted rep. Right. Uh, I continue farming reputation in the various dungeon hubs and zones. I'm about two-thirds through uh, Terraka Forest now. I finished, like I mentioned earlier, no, yeah, last time, last time I said I finished uh, Hellfire Peninsula. Uh, but now I'm finished with Terraka, uh, with Sanger uh, Marsh as well except for the quests that unlock at level 70, obviously. All those attunement quests and kill the Fell Reaver and all that, obviously I can't do that because, because I only get them at level 70. So the ones that are part of the general normal uh, questing progression, I finished those quests, all of them in both Hellfire and in Zangamarsh. Now I'm two thirds through um, to Terracar, and I'm um, about to start the lower part of the bone wastes mm. with all the um, with all the uh, quests down by the the um, Shatar hub. Mm. Where you where you go and take care of all the uh, ghosts of the deceased Draenei that were originally located in the Ochendune. Oh! But when that exploded, they all got like catapulted out, got thrown out, mm. and now you have to like re, uh, like. Uh, give them closure, basically. Mm. So, like, uh, they, like, wander around aimlessly, uh, totally distraught and uh, traumatized. <laughs> so you have to take care and put them out of their misery, whatever you want to call it. That's the newest quest I got that I'm going to do next. Um, so... Yeah. Um, the first zone, the first hub that I'm going to unlock my uh, my heroic key with, where I'm going to get my heroic key for, because in classic you need 
to, to be able to access the heroic difficulty of any dungeon hub, right. you need to reach revered with that faction. And then you can buy the uh, heroic key that then basically goes into your key ring. Right. And, and then it counts as unlocked and then you have gained access to the heroic versions. In my case, the first key that I'm going to buy um, is going to be the one for the Coil Fang Reservoir. Right. Which is a Zanger Marsh uh, hub. Oh, right, yeah. Where uh, you have the slave pens, the underbug, steam right. vaults, and then eventually you go into the raid that is the Serpent Shrine Caverns where we fight uh, um, Lady Vash, uh, Naga that eventually reappears in Maldraxxus in Shadowlands as Baroness Vash. So that's um, is there any cross realm action on the classic just for PvP? Nope. nope. There is, well, it, it's not, it's a good question. If there's PvP, I don't know. I really, I honestly don't know. I know that they've had issues with, um, with cross realming after a patch or after service maintenance or after the launch of TBC, I can't remember, where, okay. where the players were able to go into dungeons together from that cross realm, which was not intended. They stated that quite uh, explicitly that that was not intended and that they were going to reverse that or remedy that that mechanic that uh, possibility so um yeah again if there is the, such a thing as battle groups or whatnot that we had back in the day i wouldn't know uh, it might might be might not i have no idea um yeah, but that's that. That would be the only case where cross realm action is possible, and is uh, yeah is is uh, allowed or is yeah would be PvP. Um, so the reason why you want to do the, uh, why you want to play on heroic eventually and unlock that besides getting better gear, obviously is that you need to play the content for the attunement to the Karazhan raid eventually, because that's the Karazhan attunement process is the most intricate uh, most uh, yeah it, 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 it's the longest in the entire game in the entire lifespan of of uh, 
World of Warcraft if you don't count the uh, ringing of the gong for for AQ yeah. because that's technically not considered an attunement I think it's just unlocking it server-wide it's not something that you do individually so if you want to call it a server attunement then you could call it an attunement but it's just not something that you normally would call an attunement where you go and uh, as a character uh, complete these tasks these, these quests And then you, as an individual character, gain access to a certain type of content. Because that's what the entombment is. Uh, for, like, uh, the first one, I think, was uh, was UBRS, where you had to get the, the, the key. You had to go to LBRS and collect the three, four, three gems, and then do this, that, and the other, and then you would be able to open the door to UBRS. Um, then you had the, the uh, BWL attunement and the Onyxia attunement, where you had to do all the prequests to be able to touch the orb off the side at in the... Um, in the... Um, Black Rock Mountain, mm. so you didn't have to run through UBRS to get into BWL, which you still could do, but that's that would have taken God knows how long right. for people to then clear UBRS and then be able to walk in there. So you had that shortcut. Same with with uh, MC. You could run through BRD into MC, but why do that if you can just talk to the guy out front and he is going to port you? To you can dungeon? actually fly to him now. He doesn't have to dismount and walk on the chains. Yeah, sure you can. Fly in the cave now in retail. Yeah, you always could do that. No, before you had to dismount and now walk on the chain. Because as soon as you walk into the cave, you get dismounted. I've been, I've, I've been flying down to that summoning stone and whatnot for years already. Mm. Mm, anyway. So, that's, you've been able to fly, you've, you've been able to fly in there for like, yeah, years. So, um, but at least, anyway, uh, that's, uh, yeah, so you can, the, the, uh, back to the attunements, it's something that uh, you can, you can do, but you don't have to. In, in the um, in the classic, but with the 
um, with the Burning Crusader tombs, those you have to do because those give you the um, the access, grants you access to the only um, entrance or whatever for for that uh, for that content. You need to have the the key to get into the to the heroic version. You need to have the key. Each individual player needs to have the key, at least for now, to Karazhan to be able to enter. I'm not sure if at the end of Karazhan we are going to they are going to change it so only one player uh, needs to have the in key. the in the group in the raid group has to have it. That's what that's how they incrementally. Uh, nerfed the attunement requirement where initially as I said each individual player had to be attuned then eventually as soon or as long as one player usually the leader of the raid group was attuned everyone could walk in and then eventually at, at the very end they just did away with the attunement requirement altogether. You still could do some of the quests, most of them even, but they weren't required anymore. So, yeah, so much for attunement. Um, but I find that that the, the rep grinding isn't as bad because while you uh, do the last, the highest dungeon, uh, in the case of the Kolfeng Reservoir, it's the Steam Vaults. Mm. Um, that provides obviously better loot. It is the only one, the highest one is the only one that awards rep beyond revered other than obviously all the quests that you do outside, but the dungeon rep towards revealed and then on to exalted is only available from steam vaults, from shattered halls in um, Hellfire Peninsula to shadow labs in Arkandune and Arcatraz in, Nether, uh, in Netherstorm. Those four are the the big um, end game dungeons that you can uh, get rep from beyond um, beyond honored. Uh, so you get from revered to no from from honored to revered to then get the key. Um, I've been lucky enough to, oh yeah, one more, one more faction that is uh, obviously the Caverns of Time. That was one of the, um, my, my favorite, one of my favorite dungeons is the old Hillsbrad uh, dungeon, a dungeon where you go and save Thrall. Yeah, yeah. 
um, it was so so good to finally be able to to do that dungeon again. It was so satisfying to to uh, kill the captor of Thrall and uh, save him. It was really, it's really nice. And I, thankfully, this dungeon at the the last boss dropped my, uh, the first piece that I acquired for my hallowed raiments, for my priest dungeon set. And uh, it's the hallowed garments, the, the robe, so I have them to look forward to once I reach 70. Um, yeah, I really, really like them. And they're, they're quite nice too. They're, they're like purple. And since, since it's like purple is the, the color of the Forsaken, that's really fitting. Um, so I'm really happy about that. Now I just need to run all the other dungeons where there's, I think there's one more item in there of the Hello Rainman set, if I remember correctly. But uh, there are a couple more. Well, it's a five-piece set with a two and a four-set piece bonus. The two set bonus is it gives you a 30% chance to avoid interruption caused by damage while casting binding heal. That's basically, yeah, as much as I like using binding heal in retail, I don't find it mana efficient. So mana efficiency in Classic is everything. Right. So basically the two set piece bonus uh, falls under the table, at least for me. But the four piece bonus is so much better because that's one of my favorite priest spells that's affected and uh, affected by that. Uh, that's uh, the prayer of mending. Right. Uh, that's like that bouncy healing spell where you shoot yeah, yeah. a thing at, at, at the target, usually the the, uh, the tank, and then whenever the target uh, takes damage, it jumps, it heals, and then it jumps to the next uh, target, and then whenever that uh, target then takes damage, it, is, it heals them again, and then jumps to the next person. Um, that's uh, up to five times. It's got like a five five uh, stacks, um, and the four piece set bonus is your prayer of mending heals an additional one hundred health. So that's that's nice that you get that little extra healing. I finally. Uh, it's a spell that I got at, I think, 68. So quite recently, and uh, I've been using it quite frequently now. 
uh, since I got it, it's like something that I just had to work it into my my uh, rotation, especially with the uh, that what I talked about last week, the ranking, the spell ranking of the healing spells. Right. Where usually you you rank your spells, down rank them. But I found that I, I was wondering where do I put this um, this ability because all my regular heals are uh, I use the, the non-manipulated heals for the for the stand setting in my voodoo for the for the standard and then I use the uh, Shift modifier for the first down ranking right. and the uh, control key for the second down ranking. Okay. And right. And, so uh, what's left? <laughs> no, it's the thing is that I have the identical spells in different ranks. Right. Right. On the, I mean, I'm just saying on the three different settings, but I. But I figured that, and this makes sense to me, I want, when I want a shield to be put on the target, that needs to be as powerful as it can be. Right. To mitigate as much as possible. So what I did was, what I chose to do was to use the first modified layer, the, uh, the shift modifier, to put the prayer of mending on the shield in the shield spot. So instead of casting the first downranked shield, I would cast the normal uh, prayer of mending. So it's just about the muscle memory to, to get that into your skull and then but it works it works pretty well since I usually downrank um, the spells at the beginning of a fight and then the more damage the target takes over time, the longer the fight uh, lasts, the more um, intricate the opponent's uh, abilities get, like, like when they um, uh, cast a uh, uh, CC, like, like a fear or something. Mm -hmm. That means that I obviously need to dispel, and then while they fear the way, the mob attacks and shoots the target in the back but, and then takes more damage because you take more damage when you get hit from behind right. and so forth. So that's when I... Usually at the beginning, I... I start with um, with a, ren a renew, and then I cast the prayer of mending, and then eventually maybe uh, the shield when it becomes necessary. And while the shield isn't up yet, I use the the down ranked um, normal heal, and then I switch to the 
to the uh, shielded normal uh, normal heel to get the uh, target up to full full health again. So it's a it's a rotation that I'm really comfortable with by now, and uh, it was a quick quick way to and a simple way to to figure out where to where to put the prayer of bending. So yeah, 100 additional healing when I eventually maybe get the the um, four-piece bonus. Because the, the I can't remember, I think I talked about the crypts headpiece that I didn't get last week from after uh, Arcanai crypts. And I still haven't gotten it. I ran it multiple times. Uh, and I still haven't gotten that head, gotten that headpiece. So when I eventually get the headpiece uh, of the of the hallowed raiments, I don't I don't need that other headpiece anymore. But uh, I can't remember where it drops though. So it might be that it's out of reach for now. Uh, because I really need, uh, I've been in, as I said, in uh, steam vaults. Um, I've been in there and uh, I've been in shadow labs. That's where the, where the rope dropped. And those are dungeons that are max or end game, but still not uh, necessarily level 70. So they're like 78, uh, 68, 69. You can get in there. I think someone said that it was 66 because the requirements for those are, are different than the heroic difficulty requirements. It's just about being able to survive in there. Um, with the Dungeon in the Arkham Dune, um, you need to go into uh, to um, Sethic Halls and at, af behind the final boss, once you kill that, there's a chest and that contains the keys to open the door outside uh, to um, access to get into uh, shadow labs. So either someone comes along and opens the door for you, or you have the key yourself, or you won't get in, regardless of you being max level and geared to like tier six geared and whatnot. But that means, on the other hand, that as soon as you can enter the dungeon, regardless of what level you are, 66, 67, 68, you can go in. It's just a question of, can you do enough damage? Are you a good enough tank? Are you a good enough healer to complete the content? So it's not a question of access. It's a question of survival. And... Uh, with the Alcatraz, it's totally different because that those are the 
the uh, Mechanar and the Botanica and the um, the Akatras. Those are the three Draenei ships up in Netherstorm right. that you need a flying mount to get to. And that means you need a flying mount to get there. So unless you are a Druid, you cannot get up there until you are level 17. Which again means that unless you are a Druid, you can't access it because we tried to summon people up there with a warlock. Oh, yeah. Only for the game to tell the warlock, uh uh-uh. We won't let you use the, your summoning spell here. So, again, either you can fly up there or you don't get in. And that's why that is such a special uh, place, special hub, where even if the Mechanar and the Botanica are dungeons where you can, would you theoretically could enter earlier than 70. If you aren't a druid, you can only get there at level 70. Um, yeah, so there were all those intricate little little aspects. I can't believe even game. a warlock can't summon. I mean, what's the point of being a warlock if you can't summon? <laughs> when well, the the, um, the hive mind uh, the spells were pacified on the warlock. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Your abilities were limited. No, it's the Naru that won't let you. Oh, the Naru. Yeah. 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 I. I'm, it's just me uh, guessing, but I guess that's that's it. that's it because the Naru are light creatures and the warlock isn't quite so light filled with light that they have something against him. Mm. I would assume. The final question I want to put to you, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago when the uh, Burning Crusade Classic launched. Mm. And I'm I don't know. I'm just going to ask you to buy the Burning Crusade Classic Digital Deluxe Edition or not to buy it. Mm. Because if you... Um, I'm not sure if I want to want to uh, boost a character. Given the... Let, let's, let's assume that I want to boost one. Would it then make sense since would it then make sense to buy a, del- a d- digital deluxe edition because for me as a European person, the booth costs 40 euros mm. and the um, the digital deluxe costs costs 70 I think. So that's a difference of 30. Yeah, yeah. And you is get, there anything else you're getting? Yeah, 
you get you get um the 10 uh, you, the 30 days of game time right which is between 13 and 15 bucks depending right. upon um what you how you pay um then there are two mounts one for well technically if you play retail there's there's one retail mount that you could uh value with 20 25 bucks ish if you go to a norm if you pay a normal pay for a normal mount they cost i think 25 dollars right 20 yeah. 25 yeah 25 yeah. Yeah. So for me, the, the I think they cost 20 euros, if I remember correctly. It could be 25, but anyway, let's assume it's 20. So that's already 10. So that's already beyond what I would, I would already save money on that. Right. And then there is the, the issue where you even save money in game where you each of your tunes get the mount which means you don't have to buy the mount you don't ever have to buy another ground mount if you don't want to which is a total of a hundred gold per character right is that and this is where it comes down to to it all. If you are a alcoholic, severe alcoholic, severe enough alcoholic, is it worth saving hundreds, even a thousand gold? If you if if you create ten, let's say you create nine nine alls that all eventually get to uh, 60, not even 70, but only 60. So you buy, so you're able to, to ride. Is it then worth in the economy that is Burning Crusade, where you get quite a bit more money, obviously, right. than you got in Vanilla Classic? Is it worth save, saving those or those hundreds of of gold, or is that just a, an illusion of I save it? What say you? Mm. I think if you have ten or more alts in classic, it's probably worth the money. Right, I would say too. Because if, you, if you're going to play it that much, if you're going to play it that much where you have to um, buy multiple mounts, then think of the possibilities you could do with a thousand gold and classic. Right, exactly. Mm. I myself probably won't play more than three, maybe four. Mm. At this point, right. I have my priest. My hunter is fifty-one. She'll eventually get there, but I haven't found the time yet to play anything but the priest. 
because of all the intricate leveling, tuning, whatever, I want my my druid to to get up to to max level. He's 30, 32, I think, at the moment. And that's the tune that I would most likely boost. Uh, because I want the druid to be able to fly and pick herbs as a druid does. Um, that's three. My next highest is my warrior, which I don't know about yet. I don't even have a herbalist. Uh, I don't even have an alchemist. Mm. So I think my 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 warlock is seven currently, which is my my alchemist. So yeah, that's uh, quite a bit away from seventy. So. And uh, beyond that, there is nothing really that I have time or want want to want to invest in. So, is it still worth it? Mm. Good question. Yeah, it's tied, it's tied to your experience. Uh, back in Lich King, I didn't have enough gold to make a uh, make junior chopper, but one of my friends was short 700 gold. So I gave him almost a thousand gold so he could make his chopper. And once I, once he made it, I understood the value of it to have a passenger in the saddle. Right. Yeah. And then I knew, I knew that mount was worth uh, 16,000 gold or whatnot. But until, until you physically try it, like, um, Hoofit from the training dummies, he said he was never going to get riding because it was so expensive back in the day. So he's going to yeah. run everywhere. Yeah, but the Mechanier Chopper, yeah, the Mechanier Chopper has a unique feature that uh, yes. a normal mount doesn't have. Whether you pay for it or you yeah. uh, you pay for it with 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 cash or with gold, it doesn't yeah. change the properties of a mount. Other than it scales, so you can you can use it at at thirty, and you can continue using it at a higher speed. Yeah, at 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 sixty, but that's uh, still that doesn't give you a special something as the as the mechanist chopper would. So yeah, that's where I'm at. At, at the moment, uh, I don't have the time yet to to uh, act on my my uh, desires to to uh, to boost the tune um, because again I have to I have to play the. Uh, and I want to play the priest for now, so but mm. it's still it's still irritating that I can't do what I want in the game uh, in a way. 
where I need um, the the profession that uh, that the Druid has in some way. But yeah, okay, that's been my week. Um, shout out to Curly. He's going to join us next week. We enjoyed having him last week. Uh, mm-hmm. He gives us a different perspective on WoW, and that's really nice because we. One of the things of Control Alt WoW is that you play the way you want to play, and there's so exactly. many different ways to play. Yeah, I've often said that uh, we're like uh, that workout tape where there's different levels. There's the person with the steps. There's the guy doing the running. There's the you know the, the person doing the easy stuff. So there's so many different ways to play this game, and there's mm-hmm. no wrong or right ways. We will be back next week, and uh, same bat channel, same bat station. I'm a Prillian for the horde. And Constrax portals three levels to archaeology. This is Pink Duan Negus. Rule of acquisition number 19. Satisfaction is not guaranteed. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye, Bye chat room. Bye, chat room. Thanks for coming. Bye, chat room. Thank you. Thank you very much for being here with us.